my name is Dr. Harvey Castro. I'm the president and co-founder of Trusted ER, and I'm here with my lovely co-founder. Lori Guerrero. I am the CEO of Trusted and co-founder with Dr. Castro of Trusted. So let's talk a little bit about Trusted. Yeah. Why do we do all this? Why do we start? <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is a really important topic. I think it explains the patient care that patients are getting. I think it explains why we do the things we do. So let's let's talk about it. I think um, I think the best uh, talk is talk, let's talk about how we started, where we met. Fairy tale healthcare story. Um, we worked in the big busy ERs as I worked as a ER nurse and administrator. And I worked in the ER. And interesting enough, we both worked at the, at a healthcare facility. It was an emergency room. I think they were seeing about 80,000 a year. And so we were quite busy. And it was interesting, uh, unbeknownst to me, uh, I didn't know how I was treating patients differently and I was treating them, I guess, in a better way. Uh, spending time with them, sitting with them. Uh, at times I remember just even crying with them, having that personal touch. And since I would always work alone with a nurse, I would never know what my colleagues would do. And then Lori came along and um, was, uh, I would notice a difference because I would notice other nurses. So I would notice Lori just spending time with patients, caring about patients, worried about patients, coming out of room, just sincere care. And I thought, wow, this is a nurse that I want with me at all times. So I remember back in the day looking for Lori saying, hey, could you please help me with this particular patient because I need you as a, your expertise for this patient. Yeah, and so fast forward now, six, seven years later, it is, it's a tremendous um, feeling of gratitude to know that Dr. Castro and I have really created an environment within all of the trusted ERs that we want every one of those patients to have that feeling, to have that attention of what we used to give our patients or try to give our patients um, within the big bureaucratic system of the hospital, that time and that attention. And it's just, it, it's, it's gratitude, it's, it's thankfulness that we can have this environment that we've created uh, within the trusted ERs, within the trusted medical system that we have for our nurses, our doctors, and our staff to really have the time and resources to give to the patients. Things that we used to really search for and hide behind the scenes of what we used to do for our patients in the big systems, we now have basically turned that system on its head and given our staff and our facility the resources and the time to be able to do that for every patient that comes into every one of the trusted facilities. I think it, it's important for the uh, listeners to know that when we worked at uh, regular ER together, we noticed there was so many roadblocks. You just mentioned that earlier. We'd want to do something for our patients and we had to talk to our manager and the manager would have to talk to the regional manager and, the rat, and that person would have to take it to national. And sometimes by the time it was said and done, it, they would just not do it. And so we kept seeing these roadblocks and saying, how can we change? How can we do things differently? And so literally trusted ER, we sat down and what I love is from the leadership from the very top all the way to the bottom, we were all working as a team. And we don't look at things as from a business point of view that this is, has to be profitable in order for it to work. We look at it the other way. Does this something that needs to be done for the patient? And if that's the answer is yes, then we do whatever that is. And so over time, we've created this amazing culture. I call it the trusted way. And we've really worked hard to make sure that every person that is working with us sees that same vision. Some of the stories we've had working with different physicians, different nurses that don't share that vision. But the nice part of it is as we start working with them, training them, going through our academy, seeing how we do things, 
a lot of these nurses and doctors and team have looked at it different and doing it the trusted way. So I, I find joy in the, doing that. Isn't it interesting, though, really trying to get patient care staff and our team to really understand and believe that we think it's okay to do what is in the best interest of the patient. Don't worry about asking or is there, you know, um, somebody I need to ask to do this. It's really interesting to me that it's hard for us to be able to give the staff that autonomy and get them to believe that they can really do whatever needs to be done for the patient. I mean, do you find that? I I just find it um, uh, very fascinating that even though we tell them, we give this academy where we sit down with every employee and we tell them, no, here, from the very top of the top, we're telling you do whatever is right for the patient. You've got all of the resources to be able to do whatever you see is right for the patients to do, but we still encounter, they find it really hard to do that. You know, what I find really interesting is our training was in the hospital. And so I feel like, it, think of it back like your DNA, your DNA of learning how to be a doctor or a nurse or a healthcare provider is taught by the hospital. And unfortunately, the hospital has done certain things and has ingrained this culture of a hospital thinking. And, and it's almost part of their education. So what we find it really interesting is we have to uneducate them. I love wearing, uh, I've done it only once at one of our academy, putting on a hat and saying, look, when you come for Trusted, take off your hospital hat and put on the Trusted hat, the way we do business. And it's fascinating because other industries have empowered their employees to do things. I love the Disney story, how the, you know, there's different employees there that will do whatever it is to have the Disney way. But in healthcare, it's the healthcare way versus trusted. And it's really interesting because we have trained doctors, nurses, and they start seeing it. And then all of a sudden they'll pull a shift or two at a hospital and then they get untrained and they come back into their old ways. I agree. I mean, we spend more time untraining people than we spend time training them (laughs) because it's more that we have to undo all of those processes that are ingrained in them of how they are to operate or how they are to take care of a patient in a hospital system. It it just, when they come to Trusted, we do. We spend a lot of time undoing that and really getting back to the basics of take care of the patient. And so I I just, I, I find that really interesting that we're giving providers, we're giving people the tools to do whatever needs to be done to make a patient feel better, but we have to peel back so many of those things that have been ingrained in them of how they need to process the care that they provided before they're able to actually care. What I find interesting is I I go back to all of us became doctors, nurses, healthcare, because we inherently care about patients. And so what I personally rely on is when I talk to the providers, I'm like, you're not here for any other reason because you, in your core, you want to take care of people. And so what Lori and I have done a good job, I think, is taking all, all these layers that the hospital has added and going back to their fundamentals. Why are they here to be a doctor, a healer, a nurse, a provider? And I think we do a really good job. I think when people see that, they almost scratch their head thinking, I get to do these things? I'm not allowed to do this in the hospital. I'm not allowed to order this CAT scan or x-ray. I'm, I'm not. I'm not supposed to. And it's interesting, you're, you're right, we, we spend so much time untraining them. But the nice part is as we start growing and we start getting other leaders that understand our vision and, and align themselves, now they are teaching as well. And, and that's really comforting. Uh, I remember when we first started doing our first academy to now, it's changed so much and it gives me just a lot of joy to see that this is growing. Another thing I tell our providers is take advantage. You're working at a healthcare facility that wants to do what's best for our patient. 
we're not telling you not to do things. We're actually telling you the opposite. We're gauging on time with the patient, not time away. I know when I was getting my metrics, they're like, hey, Dr. Castro, you're spending too much time with your patients. You need to cut this time down. And I'm like, whoa, wouldn't the opposite be better? Wouldn't more time be better because I'm giving them quality time and I'm taking time to listen? And so that's what we're doing at Trusted. And I've I feel blessed and happy and honored. And I know at night I sleep well knowing that we do things the way there should be done. And that just gives me comfort. Yeah, I think one of the great things, again, um, all these years later that still gives us the fuel to keep going and um, keep doing what it is that we're doing and bringing on healthcare providers and nurses and doctors and, and radiology and registration staff to our facilities, what gives me the fuel to do that still are the stories that we hear from the patients. And today, it, this morning, to hear from a patient that was in one of our facilities yesterday to say, thank you, wow, we've never had anything like that before. This is unknown to any other facilities, any other ERs, freestanding, hospital-based, whatever it may be, just to hear the story that you know the doctor spent time with us, they sat down with us. We've called back this morning just because we had a question and how kind and caring the staff and, and the doctor were at the facility. That still gives me goosebumps today to say, wow, I think we've mm -hmm. done something good, Dr. Castro. Yeah. I think that we've created something that was truly needed in not only our area, but in just healthcare in general, to go back to that basics, to take away all those layers and just give healthcare workers and providers the opportunity to go back to the basics of just caring for the patient. I think we've done something really great here, Dr. Castro, and I, I can't wait to talk more about telling our story and telling the great stories that make Trusted Trusted. And I think the overall message is that we are truly blessed mm -hmm. and we feel thankful yes. that we've been able to have this opportunity not only for healthcare workers, but for patients. Um, and it goes hand in hand. And to create an environment that healthcare workers are happy and they feel blessed to come to work and have patients be able to leave our facilities telling the stories that they're telling, I think that we have done something really phenomenal. And I'm really grateful that Trusted is here to provide the care that we have. Yeah, I agree. I, uh, I echo that. I, I'm so happy to hear the stories. You know, the number one thing I think we've done a good job is creating a culture that supports our patients and that also supports giving the doc doctor and the healthcare provider time. You know, I know when I was working the busy ER, I was told, hurry up, you need to keep going, you keep going, and that doesn't give us time to understand what's going on with the patient. I know we've had many stories and personal stories of our loved ones coming into our ER, our trusted ER, and them spending time and having the time to diagnose and talk to the patient. You know, one of the things I take pride on is that we from day one have said we don't label our patients. You know, we don't sit down and say, hey, this person's a drug seeker, hey, this person's a freaking flyer. Those words are not, are forbidden in our organization. Mm -hmm. Our job is to figure out why they're there and how can we help and what can we do. Putting a label on someone is a shortcut, but spending time with the patient if they have a disease or whatever it is, let's just say it is a drug seeker that they're saying they, they need medicine. Well, did you spend time to see what's causing pain? What is it that is causing them to ask for that pill? In a busy ER, they're quick to write a script here. Here's a patch, here's a Band-Aid. But the real doctor in my eyes and the healthcare team and the nurse is the one that sits down and figures out why they're this way, what's going on, and gives them the resources. And that's another thing we really haven't talked about, but we spend a lot of time with our patients. We're giving them the resources, calling the follow-up. I love the, um, 
calling the cardiologist and saying, hey, I have a patient here having chest pain. We've done all the labs. We've taken care of them. Would you need to stress them? Do we need to do X, Y? And then we coordinate that care. So, you know, we look at trusted as before they come to our ERs, during our visit, and then after. And we don't just stop. I know when I used to work in the ER, it was just when they came and maybe we do a follow-up, but that was it. At Trusted, I feel like we're doing the complete care. I think that there is probably no uh, more powerful sentence than to sit down next to somebody and just simply say, how can I help you? Mm -hmm. um, and that's really the foundation of what Trusted is here to do. So it doesn't matter who in our organization you encounter, whether you're just calling in to ask a question or you walk into our building and you don't even have a medical need. You may have some <laughs> something else way outside of that, but our building was closest to your proximity and you walk in and you're having a really bad day and you may need assistance with something, but how, you know, nothing can be more comforting than somebody just sitting down and saying, how can I help you? Um, it may be uh, with something um, that is related to medical need, but all of our staff is trained to just hold out that helping hand and say, what can I do for you and how can I help you? And so with that being just the foundation um, that sets forth then the great medical care that happens inside our buildings, um, it, it really just goes from the fundamental question of, of helping somebody and, and how can I help, and so. I think it's uh, awesome that you have a doctor and a nurse that have been in the trenches to create a culture and create a company that is built on that. I've seen other companies that don't have a doctor and nurse in charge and they try to push things, but they don't know the medicine. We know the medicine. You know, you, you and I have uh, gotten multiple excuses why they can't do X and Y, but then it's like, why would you come up with an excuse and tell an ER doctor and an ER nurse when we know we've been there, we've done these things. And so I think our staff appreciates us thinking outside the box, teaching them a different way. I'm really blessed that we are able to do, I'd love to talk about, um, if you want to talk about COVID, how we've addressed COVID early on. Yeah. Um, I I think Trusted uh, Talks has a long uh, future here of talking about all kinds of topics out there that, that healthcare providers and patients encounter. And COVID right now is one of the big ones. Our facilities are um, a phenomenal place that you can get comfort and care within this, this crisis that scares a lot of people. And our facilities are set up in such a way that they are immediately providing comfort and the safety that is needed um, within our community currently. And so coming into our facilities, you will immediately find that safety and protocols of any of the top medical facilities are instituted in our um, facilities without taking away that feeling of comfort and and welcoming and being there to provide that compassion to people. We, we don't make it such that it's so safe that it's cold. It's still a warm, inviting feeling and it's safe and it's an environment that reaches the top levels of not having any incidents of this disease being spread within our facility. So we can be warm and we can be welcoming and we can be inviting and still be safe and provide that top-notch level of safety protocols in our buildings. And I think that that's something that needs to be, you know, screamed from the um, uh, rooftops out there that we can do this and still have a personal approach to it. A lot of places that you go when all of this began, 
the barriers and the plexiglass and the masks go up to the point that providing care and providing comfort and being able to show somebody empathy and compassion mm -hmm. then becomes very difficult amidst all of the barriers. We're able to provide safe care in an environment that's still warm and inviting and has that compassion and empathy. I think that that's something that really um, is not being promoted in a lot of healthcare facilities right now. Yeah, I agree. And it's, it's hard to even put it on paper to the description. You know, I think the best advice I tell my colleagues and family and friends, just come by the facility, get a tour, talk to the patients, look at our reviews. You'll understand the culture that is way different from what's out there. Some of the things we've done for COVID, I'm just excited. From day one, we started talking about having a mobile unit. We created our first mobile unit. And I'm proud to say our company was one of the first out there in DFW going out to the different businesses. The other part that I was really excited is the community. We had the first hotline. Uh, we were on NBC, Telemundo. We did it several times, and we were out in the community giving advice. And we had so many calls that we <laughs> it took us hours to continue. Even after the hotline stopped, we kept going because our goal is to help patients. And what was interesting is we were taking calls from all over the state of Texas. We didn't realize that it was just not just DFW, which was fine. We were here to help. And, and some of the questions that they had about COVID, they had no idea and their own doctors weren't answering it. So it just felt comforting to know that Trusted was here for the community. And that's just huge. I know we've done several initiatives and I'm excited about how Trusted is affecting the community. If you want to we briefly talk about our food pantry because I'm really excited how we're doing things there. Yeah, just based on the state of where a lot of our communities are right now and the members of our community are enduring a lot of hardships, Trusted recognizes that. And so in each of our communities where we operate one of our facilities, we really try to focus on what is happening in that community around our building and assess it and say, hey, is there a need that we can help with other than just the medical need that's obvious there. There's a lot of things that are happening in the communities around our facilities. And so the food need um, in our communities is huge and, and a lot of what's happening and what's going on right now. And so Trusted has made the commitment to, hey, let's address some of those needs. And so putting the food pantries and the little free pantries in, a, in some of our communities around our, our buildings, doing a, the food drive to help address a lot of the food need in our community was, was huge for us. And that's, that's just one of the many initiatives. But it it's really comes down to our communities all have unique needs. And right now, um, with all of the communities really having a lot of um, unique needs to them, some are food, mm -hmm. some are homelessness, some are uh, you know family job needs. And so really just around each of our facilities, we're looking at the communities and we're saying, hey, what do you need? We're here to help. And so putting together some of that to really connect is, is important to us. And I think we've done a great job at that. I'm excited that in a short amount of time, we've increased our locations. And the part that makes me excited is that people from another part of town are not having to drive all the way to our first location. Now there's another ER closer. I know we have eight ERs throughout the DFW area and it's exciting to be in different communities. And like you said, each community has its own special needs and it's fun to go in and see how can we help that community? What can we do different? What have other providers in the area done? And what can we do that will really stand out to help our community? I know our newest location is in Colleyville. I know there's a lot of pediatric emphasis, and that's a lot of fun. I'll let you kind of talk about the pediatrics there. Yeah, so again, I think that our trusted talks are gonna be so exciting, yes. and this is really exciting for me to get to have the opportunity to talk about the trusted, different aspects of what trusted brings to our patients and to the communities, to business in general. 
creating the different platforms for the different trusted talks that we're going to have going yes. forward. I'm, I'm very excited for. And so we have lots of topics that Dr. Castro and I look forward to talking about and talking with you about. We're going to have some guests come on and talk yes. to us, maybe from the communities where we have impacted some communities with some of the services that we're providing. And so we look forward to some of those. And this has been a great first uh, trusted talk to talk about where we started and why. I think it's important to talk about why we started. And so why, why Trusted began, how it began um, was really good. And I think in a lot of our trusted talks going forward, we got to go back to the foundation as yes. we do every day when we start our day sometimes. Sometimes when we end our day, if it's been an especially rough day for us at Trusted, we always go back to why, why is it that we do what we do? And I'm going to ask the uh, listeners out there in the comments, put something of what you would like to see. What would you like to see in your community? How could Trusted come and help or if it's not us, how can we help create another healthcare in that area? Maybe we can influence the local dentist or the local chiropractor, whoever, pediatrician, to do things differently. So put in the comments how, and if you come up with something that you think, you know, I hate this about healthcare, I would love to see this address. Put it on the comments. Believe it or not, Lori and I will be reading all of them and see how can we make things better. Because at the end of the day, the common string of all these programs is we want to do whatever's best for our patients. So this is Dr. Castro and I appreciate everyone and thank you and thank you, Lori, for your time. Absolutely. And this I look is forward to be next fun. One. This, this will be a lot of fun. fun. Okay, it will be. We're, we're going to we're gonna talk about all things trusted. And so I'm excited about trusted talks. I love it. Okay. Thank you. Thank you.